0: Whenever we talk about neediness or whenever we think about neediness, even when we hear the word, we think of it in the terms of another person clinging on to us, whether that is a partner who can't seem to um, go a minute without speaking to us in the day. I know I've been that partner before, (laughs) or um, we have... Another person in our lives, whether it's a partner or a parent or a friend who just can't seem to live a single second without talking to us or can't seem to go a day or two or three or four, even a week without talking to us. And sometimes we'll even get that message that it's like, I hope I don't have to wait a whole week to see you again. Or I have to, or I hope I don't have to wait a whole week to like talk to you again. And I've been on the receiving end of that message before where it's like, I hope I don't have to wait a whole week to, to see you again. I've, I've experienced that in, um, in several relationships. And we we see that neediness when we hear the word neediness we think about it from the perspective of another person projecting onto us and what neediness comes from and what neediness creates therefore neediness comes from that desire to be taken care of that desire to be provided for that desire to be protected and to feel like they matter all the time because at some point in their life they were neglected they were abandoned at some point in their life they had an issue where their needs weren't being met and they didn't learn how to emotionally regulate they didn't learn how to take care of those needs on their own And they still depend on other people to take care of certain needs. Whether it is financial needs or physical needs or anything like that. Neediness stems from that place of wanting to be taken care of. And wanting to quell any kind of anxiety that is coming up. And the thing about neediness is that we can feel it off of a person for miles. We can feel it through a text. We can feel it through a phone call. And we can feel it when we are sitting next to the person. Or we are in the same space as the person, the same general space. You can feel it when you're under the same roof as somebody. Even if you're not sitting directly next to each other or even across from each other, you can feel it when you are underneath the same roof as that other person you can sense it coming off of them because everything is energy and you can pick up on other people's energy whether you are super in tune to them or not just how if you step into a room and you feel like the vibe is off or someone steps into a room and the whole room brightens (laughs) it's energy it's energy But what they don't tell us about neediness, what I feel like is not often talked about enough about neediness and codependency, is the need or the desire, I should say. Not so much the need, it turns into a need, but the initial desire to be needed. Because we have this concept of neediness that comes from the desire to be wanted the desire to be chosen, the desire to be provided for, the desire to be seen first, the desire to be prioritized, the desire that we have from someone that we have put on a pedestal for them to put us on a pedestal as well. That desire that we have for that person to make us their number one priority, The desire that we have not only for our own personal world to revolve around us. Because I will say that your center of your personal world may be you. It's going to be you. Your health, your well-being, your mental diet, your self-concept, your priorities such as work and school and and making sure you hydrate your punk ass. You know, (laughs) Making sure you are taking care of you. When you get up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, what, what things you do in your day with your daily routine, um, what tasks you do and, how, and, and what time you're getting things done and how focused you are at work and are you eating three meals a day? Are you hydrating enough? Whatever it is that you need to do to prioritize yourself, You are the center of your own personal world. You are the main character of your own personal story. That is fact. That is fact. But when you are wanting someone else to make you the main character in their story, no, baby. You are coming from a place of, I want to be valued. I need that external validation in order to be happy. And I'm, I'm going to say this to people like this. We, we, we're going on a harsh tangent right now. But even in a romantic relationship where you are that person's priority, where they do prioritize spending time with you, they do prioritize going on dates with you they do prioritize making sure that you feel valued and loved and appreciated and you're having great sex or whatever it is that you're doing in your relationship you are their second priority they are still going to be their number one priority they are still going to be the main character in their story they are still going to be the hero you are going to be the side character and i'm not saying that to be an asshole I'm saying that because you cannot expect someone else to prioritize you if you are not choosing yourself and you are not prioritizing yourself too. For example, if you're not prioritizing your health and your well-being and your mental health, how can you expect someone else's advice to go to therapy and take care of yourself, to actually sink in if you're not prioritizing it for yourself. And I'm just using that as one example. And you can't expect even your partner to call your doctor and make the appointments for you unless you really cannot, like, speak because you've got laryngitis or something. (laughs) Like, unless you are in a position where you cannot speak, you cannot pick up the phone, you cannot whatever, of course then there there are some, you know, stretches where another person can do something for you, can do something for you physically. If you can't get out of bed because you're too sick, and you need a cup of tea, or you need a bowl of soup, then yes, someone else can can do that for you. And they will when they care about you. But I'm talking about making sure your emotions are in check. You cannot Making sure your emotions are in check, making sure you are getting the work, making sure you are, you know, taking care of you. You cannot always depend on someone else to do that for you. They can help, but you cannot depend on someone else to live your best life for you. And we understand neediness on that concept. We understand codependency on that concept. We understand that just because someone is there for us... And we can depend on them. We can depend on them for support. We can. And you should. You should depend on. I'm not saying you shouldn't depend on your partner or your family members or whoever for support. You should. But not in a way that is detrimental to you. Not in a way that is detrimental to them. But another thing that we don't talk about often enough is that desire to be needed by someone else. For example, I see it happen more often with people who can't seem to grasp that their children are independent human beings of them. That yes, they raise their children. Yes, they raise them to have morals. Yes, they raise them to be respectful. Yes, they raise them to pursue their own dreams, but then once the child starts doing that, once the child starts having their own sense of self, the parent sees that as an affront to them and sees it almost as an attack. And they can't wrap their heads around the concept that their child is no longer a child that is dependent on them. Their child is their own human being. Their child is, you know, growing into their own human being with their own thoughts, their own emotions, their own conceptions of things, their own ideas. They're learning things about the world. They're learning things about um, other people. They're having interactions with other people and making friends. They're having interactions with other adults and learning that not all adults think the same and that, you know, their teacher might not think the same as their parents do and Um, Their friends' parents aren't going to run the house the same way that their mom and dad do. And just different things. They're learning things. And especially when they reach adulthood, it's almost as though the parent can't seem to see past their child being a child. And they have this melancholy feeling. They're like, oh, I remember when you were little. And it's okay to reminisce. It's okay to pull out the photo album and be like, oh my God, remember this? You know, because that's fun to look back on. But it becomes detrimental when the parent or even a grandparent looks upon the child as if if something were to happen to the parent or the grandparent, that the child would be so completely without and that they wouldn't be able to survive. And they have this need to be needed on a constant basis, but then will also turn around and be like, I need space for myself. I've, I've seen that happen too. They have this need to be needed, but then they also want to be able to sometimes not be needed, and sometimes not have their children asking them for help all the time because they understand that they can't always be there and they understand that one day they won't be there or whatever it is. But they still have this need to be needed because they're still unable to grasp that their child is independent of them and that need to be needed by someone younger also creates this need to be needed by other people. They always have this need to be needed, and it and it branches off and projects onto multiple people. It happens in every area of their life. They may have experienced something that they still can barely comprehend that they experienced or they are in denial that they experienced where they were always needed they were always needed they were always doing more than should have been expected of them at a young age maybe so they were always needed so they don't know how to stop being needed and they'll say things like oh well um what's gonna happen when i'm not here or, oh, but you're still my baby. Oh, but um, what happens if I don't help you? What happens? In-? And they're always in this tizzy about what's going to happen. And this worst case scenario mindset about what's going to happen. Particularly when they're no longer here. And it comes from this place of not knowing how to stop being needed. And being able to just live their lives without the thought that they are being needed by somebody. And they always want to be needed. They want to be close to people. They want to have these very close, almost like symbiotic relationships. And it's just, sometimes it doesn't wind up working. Because what happens just as much as someone being clingy from this need to be wanted and this need to be validated all the time, if that pushes people away, what do you think this need to be needed is doing? It pushes people away too because it creates this similar suffocating energy and this codependency between both parties because the codependent party is initially the party that wants to be needed and then it creates this codependency in the other person because they don't they don't know sometimes how to not be codependent on this already codependent person who needs to be needed and the reason I I talk about this is because We can create neediness and we can also excuse neediness from other people. We can create this neediness in ourselves when we are looking at what we are hoping to manifest, for example. And we're looking at it from a place of desperation. But we can also allow neediness within ourselves, within our lives. By allowing other people to be too dependent on us. We can create this dynamic in which we say that we are okay with another person being super needy on us because we have no boundaries. We have not created those boundaries. We have not even listened to our own boundaries for ourselves. And it creates this icky feeling. It creates this space In which we put ourselves, we put our own well-being second to everyone else. So, look at your life. And look at the ways in which maybe someone might be showing this neediness towards you. Or you might be showing neediness towards something or someone else to make you happy. Because at the end of the day, your happiness is determined by you and your perception of your life. And I will say this. Having something in your life is going to make you happy. But if you're coming at it from a place of desperation, you will get it, if you do get it, and you will be unsatisfied. If you get it and you're unsatisfied, it's because you got it because you persisted from a place of neediness. And if you don't get it and you're unsatisfied, it is because you put all of your attention and all of your focus and all of your importance on having that thing or person or place or whatever in your life to the detriment of yourself and others around you.